Hello and welcome to the Master of Demon Gorge podcast. Today we're talking about fairy tales. Alice, I'm going to tell you a story. Okay. Okay. This was written by a Chinese author from the early part of the Qing Dynasty, so the uh, late 17th century or early 18th century. And uh, it uh, was brought over to Taiwan and became very popular in Taiwan, particularly, I think, among the Hakka population. And it goes something like this. So there is a tiger demon, tiger demoness, a female tiger demon. Uh, and I, th- I think you're familiar with the the trope of uh, animal demons mm. in, in Chinese like, culture. Like, like foxes. Like fox demon. Fox demon. Uh, right. Yeah. I know you've read some of these uh, supernatural mm. stories from, from Chinese literature. Yeah. Mm. So in this case, it's not a fox demon. It's a tiger demon. Mm-hmm. Tiger demoness. And she, uh, in trying to attain her full powers, is uh, needs to eat some children so that she can mm-hmm. fully transform into a human. So she comes out of the mountain to look for children to eat. And she listens outside a family home. And she hears that the, she hears the mother saying to her two children, uh, a sister and a, and a younger brother, that she's going out. The mother's going out. So she waits until the mother goes out. And then she uh, pretends... She makes herself look into, uh, into, to look like their grandmother. And she comes to the door and says, Oh, black kids, it's me, it's your grandma. Open the door. And then they open the door. And she comes in. And she, and she pretends to be their grandmother. And she uh, goes, goes to the bed, lies in the bed, pretends to sleep. And in the middle of the night, she comes out. And she grabs the boy, and she eats him. <laughs> and the sister, the girl, hears the sound of the grandmother eating. Uh-huh. And she goes, Grandma, Grandma, what are you eating? <laughs> and the tiger says, uh, uh, Peanuts, I'm eating peanuts. Here, have some. And she tosses her a finger what? of the boy. And the girl figures out what's going on. So she pretends that she needs to go to the bathroom, which back then was the mm-hmm. outhouse was outside, right? So she goes out and she climbs onto a tree in the, in the yard. So then the, the, t- the tiger realizes what's going on. Mm-hmm. She comes out and, she, and she, you know, she's trying to get the girl to come down from the tree. And the girl tricks her into uh, into boiling a pot of water and uh, and um, she, she basically says like I'll I'll, um, I'll 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 jump in the water jump in the water mm-hmm. so so you know I, I don't want to I don't want to make a mess I don't want you to like carve me up and make a mess I'll jump in the boiling water you know cook myself and then you can eat me mm. and, and tiger agrees and she she boils his water and brings it over to the tree and the girl picks her opportunity just the right moment 
she burns the tiger with the boiling water mm. and, then, and, then, and then kills her. Okay, does the story remind you of anything? I would say that maybe the grandma part reminds me of Little Red Riding Hood. The Little Red Riding Hood, yes, from European fairy tales.、Mm-hmm. Yeah. So,、um, in, the, uh, in the study of mythology, study of folk tales, so a lot of cultures come up with similar stories,、mm. or maybe they have the same source, we're not really sure, but this is a fun one. So, so this, is, this is the first one.、Um, But we're doing Which three. Which one came first? Which one came first? Well, so like I said, the, the Chinese version wasn't written down until the 17th or 18th、mm-hmm. century,、um, which is around the same time as it was written down in Europe.、Mm-hmm. Well,、uh, about, same t- about the same time as it was、uh, written down in France by Charles Perrault.、Mm-hmm. Is that his name? Yeah. Which I think he wrote in like 17th. 17th century, end of the 17th century.、Right? And then the Grimm brothers wouldn't record the German version until the、mm. 19th century. But that was just when they were first written down.、Um, I, don't, I don't think the Chinese author claimed that he made it up. I think、mm. he, he, he was collecting stories.、Mm. And the same with Perrault, right? I think he was collecting stories.、Mm. Okay. But this is, this is the more recent one. And I'm starting with the more recent one, the one that was. Popular in Taiwan, that is still popular in Taiwan. Okay,、mm-hmm. now let's go back a little bit. Let's go back a little bit further.、Um, let's go back a little bit further because that's what today's episode is about just fairy tales, East and West. We're just gonna, we're just gonna compare,、mm-hmm. compare and contrast a few, of, a few of these stories that are really strikingly, strikingly similar. Okay, so this second story. Uh, was written down in Chinese in the Tang Dynasty in the 9th century, in the late Tang Dynasty in the, in the 9th century. And the story, well, the story actually gives us a,、uh, the text actually tells us the story was set in a specific time. And the time was either the Qing Dynasty or the Han Dynasty, so the beginning of the, the, beginning of the Chinese Empire. You remember the Qing Dynasty only lasted like 15 years, and then it was the Han Dynasty. So, we're talking about 200 BC here. But for whatever reason, the story actually gives us a specific historical background, even though it's not necessary. Okay, so at this time, there was a,、uh, there was a uh, I guess, a wealthy man who、uh, married one woman, had a daughter, but then the wife died.、Mm. So, he remarried. So, now his second wife. Uh, so now his, his daughter is now under the supervision of his second wife, her stepmother. The daughter's name is given as Ye Xian.、Mm. This will be interesting later.、Mm-hmm. Okay. So,、um, and Ye Xian, she grows up under her stepmother, but the stepmother is abusive to her.、Mm. Okay. And then.、Um, And, um, and, um, and, and、uh, one day, Ye Xian finds a goldfish. The goldfish, she, she brings it back and she, she like, treats it as a pet. And it,、uh, it appears that maybe the goldfish was like, somehow, somehow connected to her mother, it was like the spirit of her mother, her dead mother.、Um, but when her stepmother finds out that she's got the goldfish, 
she kills the fish.、Mm. And Ye Xian is really upset.、Uh, she kills the fish and eats the fish. <laughs> so Ye Xian is very upset when she discovers that there's nothing left but the bone, but the fish bones.、Mm. Um, but then, the gods tell her, "Ah, but the bones are magical." She's like, "All right." Um, so, so,、uh, so she buries the bones in in the home, and apparently, the the、uh, with the with the with the bones, if she prays for something, it always appears.、Mm. She asks for, you know, nice clothes, it appears. She asks、mm. for jewels, it, jewelry, it appears. So then one day, there was a festival,、mm-hmm. was a some kind of festival, local festival, and she wants to go. She doesn't have clothes to wear, so she prays for fine clothes, including a golden pair of shoes. So she goes to the festival, dressed in his clothes and the golden shoes. But then she runs into her stepmother. She sees she's also she's also at a festival. She also she's also at a festival. She sees her down the down the street.、Mm. Oh no! So she runs, and in the process. She drops one of the shoes.、Huh. She runs home. Aha,、uh-huh. uh-huh. and then、uh, somebody, because it, it's, it's a golden shoe, so it's a, I guess it's valuable. Someone takes the shoe and、um, tries to sell it in a neighboring country, in an island country. And the king of that country hears about this, and he he buys it. But he's like, "Well, whose whose shoes, whose whose shoe might this be?" Right, so he's、um, try, try, makes all the women try it on,、mm-hmm. and it doesn't fit any of their doesn't fit any of them.、Um, and uh, and um, so, so 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 he keeps looking until he looks beyond his own country, until he's looking in I guess in Han Dynasty China now,、mm-hmm. and、uh, he comes across Ye Xian,、yeah. and 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 so he finds her and he's like ah it fits you,、mm-hmm. and. So she has also two、uh, bad stepsisters. Yes, she does. That that that, that <laughs> one that tried to choose as well. That's right. That's right.、Uh, and what happens to the stepmother and the the stepsisters in this story is they conveniently、uh, go into a cave and the cave collapses and kills them all. Oh. Yeah. Now, okay.、Uh, I think it already reminds you of、uh-huh. something. Cinderella. It's the Cinderella story. Mm-hmm. Or as it is called in French, Cendrillon. What is it? Cendrillon. Cendrillon. Okay, it's so different. It's so different. It's so different.、Uh, I read something、uh, cool. So, so the so in in the European version,、mm-hmm. in Perrault's version, it's a glass shoe.、Right? Yeah. And so I read something about.、Uh, apparently, he changed it. It had been. Ver like for for gold, and he changed to ver for for glass. Yeah, two words that sound very similar. No, no, no. In French, ver means the means green, and ver is also the glass. Right. Okay. Maybe it was the German version. Okay. I don't know whether the word for gold or glass. Yeah, yeah. It was not. It was not gold. Okay. Okay. Yeah. But if it was gold, that would connect、mm. with, the, with the Chinese story quite nicely. Yeah. yeah. So right. So this is the Cinderella story.、Uh-huh. So in China, it was written down in the ninth century in the Tang Dynasty.、Oh. Yeah. So、uh, 
Who's the copycat? <laughs> so I was definitely Shapiro. Well, so we don't know, but remember what I said about the girl's name? Mm-hmm. Yes, Shin. Yes, Shin. Now, in German, in the Grimm Brothers version of the story,、mm-hmm. the story is called Aschenbrutal. Ashen. Ashen. It's in, in in Chinese we call it the European version we call it Hui Gu Niang. Hui means gray、mm-hmm. or ash. Yeah. Or dust.、Right? Uh, it's it sounds the same in French. Right. Like、Because、it sounds like ash. Ash. Yeah. So in German it was Ashen Puto.、Mm-hmm. So, Ye Xian, Ashen. <laughs> Isn't that cool? Yes, Xian. Yes, Xian is the name that、uh, is her name in the Chinese version of、yeah. the story, but there is a suggestion that there was a linguistic connection in Ye Xian, Ashen, German, Asan in、uh, Sanskrit in, in in India. So I, I'm not sure what this、I'm、says. I'm not sure about the connection. Well, so the theory. <clears throat> According to this theory, the the story came from a、uh, European or Indo-European tradition,、mm-hmm. and so the name given to the girl, Ye Xian, was a transliteration of the European name Ashen. Oh, that's the.、Okay. That's the. That's that. That would be that would be a theory.、Um, not everyone. Not everyone agrees with that theory, of course.、Mm-hmm. Okay, so here's story number three. Ah.、Uh, So, have you heard of a thing called chinku? In Chinese, we call it chinku, and it's a type of barley.、Mm-hmm. Um, in、um, but this story is actually Tibetan. It's not really Chinese. It's Tibetan. I think it's called nas in Tibetan. I think something like that. So、uh, it's kind of barley. It's a common crop.、Mm. Uh, like like the Tibetan rice, I guess.、Mm. It's, it's a common crop grown in in Tibet or Tibetan areas that people eat. And okay, and the story goes that、uh, a long time ago, once upon a time, once upon a time, upon a time、um, people didn't have this kind of barley. People didn't have the chinku.、Mm. Okay, a、uh, a snake god controlled it. Mm. Okay, he was in the possession of a snake god, and a virtuous prince named Achu. He's、mm-hmm. in Chinese, even though it's Achu. I'm not sure what the Tibetan would have been, something similar, presumably. It's transliterated from Tibetan, so awesome, yeah, Achu.、Mm. So Prince Achu decides to go try to steal the、uh, Tinke plant from the snake god.、Mm. But the snake god, but he gets caught. The snake god catches him.、Mm. So the snake god turns him into a dog.、Mm. One imagines the Tibetan、um, mm. Tibetan dog breed. I forget what it's called in, in, in English.、Um, and、um, and he can only become a man again if he finds a woman who will love him、mm. as a dog. Uh, and sure enough, in time, he <laughs> meets a uh, 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 a princess, essentially the daughter of a chieftain, and she falls in love with him, and that turns him back into a man.、Mm. And triumphantly, he brings 
the Qingke plant back to the human society, back to human, mm-hmm. the human world. Now, what does that story remind you of? Uh, the beast and... Uh, the second part, it's actually really two parts, right? The yeah. second part is like Beauty and the Beast. Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. Right, right. A guy who's been cursed mm. into an animal form. Mm. And he has to find a woman who will love him, even in that animal mm. form, and then he can become a man again, right? It's Beauty and the Beast. The first part, uh, at least for me, so this is a story I grew up with, mm-hmm. um, and I didn't think about it too much for many, many long years. But the first part of the story seems to me to resemble the Epic of Gilgamesh, mm-hmm. or at least a version of it, um, at least a part of it. When we're in which Gilgamesh mm-hmm. uh, has to go, uh, try, goes on this quest for the plant of immortality, the plant that will grant immortality to man. But when he finds it, a snake steals it from him, so he doesn't have it. Mm. But that story, in turn. Is the inspiration for the Bible, that ancient uh, Near Eastern story, is is the is is the original source of the biblical story of the Garden of Eden, in which. So you mean the Chinese version? No, no, the Gilgamesh Gilgamesh story from、mm. the Middle East. Yeah.、Um, it inspires the story of the Garden of Eden,、mm. in which a snake.、Mm. The devil, in the form of a snake, steals immortality from man, or at least、mm. human beings were immortal.、Um, but because they get tricked、mm. by the snake into eating the 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 the, the, the fruit from the tree of uh, of uh, the knowledge of good and evil, and then they lose that immortality. Right? They get cast out of Eden.、Mm. So, anyway, but the Tibetan story. To my mind, at least, seems to be a a、uh, amalgam of the Epic of Gilgamesh and Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. So, th- do you think the the Chinese version inspired? It's a Tibetan story. It's really a Tibetan story. Yeah. Yeah. yeah which which got filtered. No, but I mean, like in general, the three stories. Do you think like it comes first from the East and? You know, I am fascinated by all this. I don't. I I think I I genuinely don't know.、Mm. I know the Epic of Gilgamesh dates to about six thousand years ago,、mm. and it is one of the oldest stories that human beings have、mm. ever told. And、um, the, the Epic of Gilgamesh is set in you know ancient Babylon, right? The, the ancient、mm. that that、um, uh, that part of the world. Mm. Right. In fact, the the story is that when when Gilgamesh fails to attain immortality,、mm. and he comes back into the human world, he decides that the next best thing, short of immortality, the best that a man could do was architecture. <laughs> so he builds the world's first city, the city of Ur. That's the story. So, short of short of being able to live forever, what what humanity can do is to build something, to build things that will last beyond themselves. 
That's the, that's the sort of the point of that story. Um, so I guess I have to assume the Tibetan version is younger, but I am also, um, I, I don't have it on good authority that the two stories are related. Mm. You know, they could have developed independently. Mm. You know, uh, it just struck me as as similar, right? Mm. That you these these different stories, uh, particularly with like with like uh, Cinderella, there there are apparently hundreds of versions in different cultures, maybe thousands of versions in across different cultures, um, and um, did they all come from the same source, or did they just do people just naturally evolve? You know, different versions of the same story. You know, it's a little bit like how um, when um, when the first Christian missionaries went to you know, like South America, you know, places uh, to to proselytize, and they showed people the image of the the uh, the you know um, the Virgin Madonna with you know with, with Jesus with the baby Jesus, Madonna and child. Local people were like, oh. Yeah, we have that. That's the goddess so and so. When they came to China, they saw the Guanyin figure mm. from Buddhism, and um, they thought, "Oh, so they already have the, they already have the Virgin Madonna here because mm. it was sort of painted the same. It was, it was portrayed in a very similar way." So you, you know, you see, you see, you see. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's like unconsciously, all humans are. It's like a Jungian idea, yeah, Jungian right? idea. collective unconscious. Yeah. We all come up with the same, with the same, with the same ideas, um, and um, so you know. So I don't know. You know, is it is it like the, is it really like Yesian is ashen, mm. you know, or is it just people came up with similar ideas from mm. different disparate cultures, and uh, you know, told their version of it. Yeah. It's, it seems a lot. Some of it seems a little bit incredible. Like really, you both thought of. You, you I both, mean, the Cinderella, Cinderella one. Yeah, you both thought of using the shoe as being the identifier. Mm. Mm. That seems a little. That seems a bit. Seems a bit too good to be accidental, right? Um, but I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> um, I think we'll have to uh, consult an expert on uh, mythology and folk tales for this. So maybe we'll do that in a in a future episode. Mm-hmm. All right, this has been MLDG. Thank you for listening.